praise God. Today, my teaching is called, You Can Still Find Power in the Midst of Your Drought. Praise the Lord. <laughs> praise God. We're taking our reading from 1 Kings 17. Verse 1 through 4 to start with. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. There's going to be that time in your life when your brook is going to dry up. And times are going to get tough. Now is the time you will have to put complete trust and faith in the Lord that he will sustain you, praise the Lord. Elijah had it going for a while. I mean, he was near the brook where the Lord sent ravens to feed him. He had water. He, had, um, he was comfortable for a while. But then something happened where nothing was there anymore for him. The, book had, the brook had dried up. And sometimes we have those moments in our life where we go through dry spells. We have it all, and all of a sudden, bang, our brook dries up. Praise the Lord. Sometimes when we have it all together, we got to go back to the brook just to be reminded of the drought that God took us out of. Praise the Lord. I see Elijah's trusting God for his need. We tend to put our trust in banks with our money, and then suddenly we, feel, we realize that the bank got robbed. <laughs> we trust our jobs, and all of a sudden we realize that we might get fired or laid off. We trust in our friends and our families with promises, and then they let us down. And then we start to trust the Lord with the situation, and our prayer is, Lord, if you're able to do this, I trust you, Lord, but suppose he doesn't answer. Sometimes our blessings are right there when we don't even see it. Praise the Lord. Blessings are right there, and we're just looking somewhere else for them. Praise God. We're saying, hmm, it doesn't sound logical to me. We start trying to find logic in things. That, that, that doesn't make sense, you know. But when the devil comes around with a lie, we tend to listen to what he has to say. We seem to demonstrate an abundance of trust of material things. And when it comes to God, it becomes so difficult. I don't know if you remember, when I was a kid, we used to take those little pussy willow flowers and we used to poke them in daisies and say, he loves me, he loves me not. Remember that, girls? <laughs> when we liked it, a guy in school. And that's what I think we do sometimes. He will, he will not. He will, he will not. But that's not the way the Lord operates. Praise the Lord. Elijah trusted in the Lord, put all his confidence and trust in him. He believed God for his word and what he told him to do. According to verse 8, it says, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get up and go to Sarapath, which belongs to Zidon, and dwell there. 
Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. God knew the situation that Elijah was in, and he was going to prepare him a blessing somewhere else. Sometimes our blessings don't come where we expect, but they come from another area. Praise the Lord. Elijah trusted the Lord. Jesus will sustain us. He will not leave us without hope. He will not leave us without fulfillment. Now, I can't imagine our brother Elijah going down the road of Zarephath singing, I feel like chicken tonight. <laughs> he was probably thinking there's all this, oh, boy, I'm going to get fed. I'm going someplace. Who knows what, how much stuff is going to be there for me. And when we are going through a spiritual drought, we need to come in here singing, I feel like Holy Ghost night. I feel like blessing tonight. I feel like healing tonight. Praise God. We cannot walk in church not expecting anything. Praise the Lord. Rejoicing, expecting an answer, expecting a miracle, a healing, a renewal. Now the Lord did not send Elijah to a king's palace for a gourmet meal or to the nearest McDonald's by the Nile. No. That's not the way it goes. He sent him to a poor widow's house with a son. For God had also was testing the widow. The widow had been spoken to already by the Lord according to verse 9. Praise the Lord. And it says, I don't know if she has it up, verse 9. Okay. So, he got, okay, she got it. Arise, get thee to Sarapath, which belonged to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman to sustain thee. Praise the Lord. So, God was already preparing a blessing for Elijah using this widow. But, you know, she saw herself. She knew that, her, that she was going through a situation with her son, and she was a widow, and she didn't have enough food. But she herself sounded like she had some doubts and was not even trusting the Lord completely. According to verse 12, she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat and die. Oh, boy. Some of us do that. You know, I have this issue, me and my four no more, and I cannot really help you with it. Some people just want to have their cake and eat it too. <laughs> Ever heard that? She's saying, hey, man, I am on death row here. This is my last meal. I can share my blessings with you. I have enough for me and my son till we die. Isn't that pathetic? Sounds pretty selfish, doesn't it? So sometimes in our drought, we can't worship because we're walking around with just a little cruise of oil in our lamps. We're walking around barely making it because we weren't praying, we weren't fasting, we weren't worshiping, we weren't reading the word. Praise God. Just enough to say a few amens and walk out the door. Our lamps are dim, and we are walking around on reserve. I'll just sit here and relax and wait until the Lord blesses me. But that's not the way it is. We have to do something, praise God, and that is worship God. Praise him and believe his promises. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you, Elijah was probably by now impatient with this lady. And in verse 13, he told her again, fear not. Go and do as thou hast said, 
but make me therefore a little cake first. <laughs> Praise God. You know, feed me first. She didn't even know she had the blessing right there in her house. Praise the Lord. The prophet of God was right there. She had it all right there, and she didn't see her blessing. Praise the Lord. And sometimes we go through those situations. Go and do as the man of God tells you to do. He is led by the Holy Ghost to steal your soul in the right direction. When we are fasting for these three weeks, the Lord spoke to our pastor for us to do this. We are to follow directions. He steers our soul in the right direction. In other words, take care of God's business and he will take care of you. Praise the Lord. Verse 14, praise God. Verse 14 says, For thou said the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall thy cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. Praise God. Over here, the widow did as she was told, and God blessed the meal and multiplied it. I see a pattern here. The house of God is what we're fed spiritually by the word of God that comes forth from our pastor and ministers. This woman was in a house with a man of God, also eating from it with an anointed prophet. The Lord is the bread of life. They also have bread in that house. They also had oil in that house. The oil is a symbol of the Holy Ghost in our house here in the house of the Lord. Because of the unction and the anointing. We need to share this bread and oil with others. It's not just for us. The woman shared her bread and oil with the prophet. Praise the Lord. When you feel you're at the end of the line, listen to the men of God. They have trusted the Lord for you. They know God can sustain you and lift you out of your drought. And when you come into his presence, come expecting something supernatural, something amazing, something victorious to happen to you at that moment. This woman wasn't blessed until she gave up her blessings. Praise God. The Lord dealt with her again. Praise God. In verse 18. And she said to Elijah, what have I to do with you, O man of God? Are thou coming unto me to call my sin to remembrance and to slay my son? The Lord deals with us over and over again. We get blessed, we feel the victory, then we sit back and we eat the grapes that are hanging over us. It feels good now. Nothing is going to happen. Then suddenly the drought comes back harder than the second time, than the first time. That's what happens to this woman when her son dies. She started to blame the man of God. That's what she's saying there. What she should have done is gone on her knees and started praying for God's divine mercy and grace. And that's what we need to do. Instead of playing the blame game, start praying. Praise the Lord. Pray. Praise God. And so some of us do that. For example, Adam started to blame God for Eve. The woman that you gave me caused me to do that when he started to have his marriage problems. Or this and this happens, and they blame one another. Martha blamed Jesus for not being there when her brother died. Lord, if you had been there, he would have not died. So now here goes the temper transference because we didn't get what we wanted. We blame everything and everyone except ourselves. 
often do we go through these dry spells? Do we see why? Are we carrying enough oil to take us from one service to the next? Praise God. It's like living from paycheck to paycheck. You know, I am one that I like to go to Publix and eat the samples until I get home to eat my meals. But the samples hold me for a while, and I get full. And sometimes that's what we do when we come here. We just come for the samples. We come for the little bit we could get. Oh, that sounds good. I'll take that with me. But we're not getting the whole product. <laughs> we're not getting the whole thing here. We come for the samples. Praise God. But we can live our spiritual lives on samples. We can't wait till the brook dries up to then go to the house of God and then feed on the crumbs that are falling off the table. Praise God. We need the power of the Holy Ghost to saturate us. So that when those dry spells and those brooks come, we have enough anointing and power to sustain us through it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 19 says, and he tells the woman, give me your son. And he took him out of her bosom and carried him up into a loft. Well, I call it an upper room. Where he abode and laid him upon his own bed. This reminds me of when we sin and fall and fail the Lord. The preacher is praying for us and crying for your soul with, with everything he got. Lord, they fail you. They have been washed by the blood and filled with your spirit. I have taught them and seen them and pulled them through so many tests. I have fed them and kept them warm. Why has this happened? I love them and you love them. And then he takes them to the altar and says, Lord, revive them again. Revive them again, Lord. Forgive them. Oh, if we could only see Jesus in our suffering, in our dry spells, he is there. In every situation we go through, he is there. We have to pray, Lord, revive us again. We got to find that upper room, praise God. That loft where we could go and connect with the Holy Ghost, praise God. In verse 24, it says, praise God. The widow was fulfilled. The widow was fulfilled because she finally trusted and believed on the Lord. Verse 24 says, and the woman said to Elijah, now by this I know that thou art a man of God and that the word of the Lord is in, the, in thy mouth is truth. She finally trusted and believed on the Lord's miracles that were manifested through the prophet Elijah. It took all this for her to finally realize that Elijah was truly a man of God. Elijah was interested in her completely. He was interested in her well-being completely spiritual, emotional, physical. And sometimes we have to realize when someone is praying for us, when, when our minister, our pastor, our sisters and brothers, because they love us, they care for us, praise God. But you know something? Sometimes we got to go camping. In the natural, when you go camping, you take a tent, you take food, you take matches, a lighter, because you got to light up the fire. Praise God. In the natural, you do that. In the spiritual, you take your tent, which is the church. You take your food, which is the word of God. You take your lighter, which is the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And you know something? When you light a fire, when you're out there camping, 
and there is smoke in that fire, that's not a good fire. That's a weak fire. But a strong fire has sparks. It has the sound, the flames, the heat. When you get to that point, you light the fire of prayer, the sounds of the Holy Ghost. When we start speaking in tongues, his presence is the heat and the flame we feel. The sparks is the joy within us. That's a purified and sanctified fire. Praise God. You can't find power and strength in the midst of your drought. When you come to a service, whether it's a Bible study or a Sunday service, we need to be ready to receive and rejoice. No matter what is going on around you, no matter what is happening, no matter who said what or who didn't do what, stay in the power of the Holy Ghost so your brook will not dry up. Praise God. Stay in the power. Pray, seek, ask, talk to God. He is there, praise God. And it shouldn't take so many things to get to that point. We have the Holy Ghost. Our lamps should be full of oil, praise God. And if they're not, come to the altar and get filled again. Come to that Altar and be revived again. Praise God. Be revived again. We cannot afford to be without oil. Look what happened to the foolish virgins. They didn't go nowhere. Praise God. We want to have that oil of the Holy Ghost in us all the time. We need that strength from God. We are fighting evil and hard times. Praise God. Elijah knew that God was going to bless that woman through him. Praise God. He was right there with her. He was there to bring a blessing to her. And she shared her blessing with him, and God multiplied it. Share your blessings. Praise God. Whatever your blessing is, share it. And God will multiply that need. Praise the Lord. No matter what it is, praise God. If you know someone doesn't have to eat and you only have two pieces of bread, give them a slice. Praise God. Don't say it's just for me and my four and no more. <laughs> Praise God. Share a prayer. Somebody wants prayer, stop what you're doing and pray for them. Share your love with someone. Praise the Lord. Share yourself. Share the word. Share whatever you have that you can give to make that person whole again. And make that person come to Christ again. Backsliders need to see that love in us. Sometimes they have left because of situations that they saw that just turned them away. We need to bring them back. Revive them again. Bring them back. Revive them again. Praise the Lord. Pray for them. In this time of prayer that we're praying and fasting, we need to pray like never before. We need to touch the throne of God in prayer. We should not stop praying until we feel that fire coming down. Praise God. We need to pray and touch God. We need to touch others in our prayers. Don't just pray and think that I just said my amens and hallelujahs and everything is fine. No. We got to touch the throne of God. We got to pray like never before. Jesus wants us to be a prayerful body of Christ. 
He wants us to be prayerful. He wants us to be strong. He wants us to lure the sinner in here in the sanctuary. This is the refuge for everyone. Let's pray. I am praying that I can win more souls for him this year more than before. I am praying that next year brings this church full of sinners that are hungry for his word, of backsliders that need to come back to God, families that are lost that need to come back to God. I am praying that God fills this church and sanctuary with people that are hungry, praise God, and we are there to give them a piece of our bread, a little bit of our oil. We are there to feed them. Praise God and take care of them. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. How many of us wake up not knowing what today is going to bring or tomorrow is going to bring? But we shouldn't be worried about that because God knows everything. He created the heavens and the stars he put in the sky. He knows them by name. We are not to worry. We are not to fret. God has never failed us, and he will not fail us now. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. He brought us this far. Praise God by faith. Praise the Lord. This widow, I'm sure, was blessed and probably saw life differently after this experience. And that's what we have to do. When God blesses us in a miraculous way, we have to turn our thinking and change it and think as Christ thinks and see things differently. Not for us, but for the glory of God so we could glorify him, to glorify the Lord, so we can bring sinners to repentance, so we could bring those that don't know Christ to know Jesus, praise God, to bring those that haven't been baptized into the waters of baptism, to bring those to an altar to get the Holy Ghost. That is our purpose today, saints. Praise God. And I pray that when you pray, pray that God revives you again, that he gives you the unction of the Holy Ghost and fire, fill you with the Holy Ghost to the outermost. Praise God. To the outermost, Jesus saves. Praise God. And I'm going to pray today that God fills us with strength, with healing, that he blesses us, that he touches our lives and our families and our children, and that God manifests his gifts in us. Thank you, Jesus. At this time, we're going to stand, and I'm going to close with a prayer. And then we are going to pray, find a place of prayer when you finish, and we have our main service at 11 o'clock. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you, God, for the power of the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Jesus, for those that were here today. We thank you, Lord God. Use them, Lord, in a mighty way, Jesus. Touch their lives, touch their families, touch their friends, touch their children. We ask you, God, to give us an unction of your spirit so we may share your word with others to bring others to Christ, Lord, to bring them to the truth, Lord. We thank you, God, for your word today. And we ask you, God, to continue to bless this sanctuary and bring others to you, Lord God. 
Our goal is to win sin, sinners, oh God, to win those that are lost, to bring them to your throne, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for your word this morning, Lord. And we ask you, God, to use us today, Lord. Let this service be full, Lord God, with an unction of the Holy Ghost, with strength, with healing, with miracles, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for the man of God that's going to preach today, Lord. And we ask you, God, to bless him immensely, Lord. Cover him, Lord, and strengthen him as well, Lord. We ask you all this in the name of Jesus, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 